Boom. It's my turn? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Huh. Well, I once knew a crane that flew down a lane and landed on a flagpole. He stretched his neck and shit a pet and gently closed his asshole. Uncle Bill special. <laughs> well, so, I am Tyler Robertson. This is our first podcast. Um... Today we're going to kind of explain the idea behind our podcast and the reason for doing it. And my co-host is my uncle, um, Uncle Marv, Uncle Brother, oh, Brother, yeah. Asshole. Yeah, he answers all kind of shit like that. <laughs> exactly. Hi, you know what I got for Christmas last year? A pair of socks and a piece of pussy and neither one of them fit. <laughs> <laughs> So the idea uh, it was yeah. uh, what so it was last Christmas that I got you the joke book. And the idea was that we had another relative, our Uncle Bill, that told so many jokes Sweet William. Funny things uh. that you would hear about him. And uh they always seemed hilarious to me and I wanted some way to memorialize it, or at least remember the joke so I could say them when I'm a dirty old fool. Uh huh. So I got a joke book. I thought, well, when you think of one, write it down or just tell me and I'll write it down. And we're both just lazy, lazy Yeah, we ain't much on that. I'm not much on that literature. Um, My grammar's pretty weak. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't write anything down. The joke book's still empty. But the idea was the joke book was called Uncle uh, Bill's Best. Sure, it's handed down. Hand it down. This would be the way we hand it down. So uh, after that, uh, wow, quick failure. <laughs> we decided. I started having the idea that maybe a podcast would be an easier way to memorialize these things. Which really has worked for me, but podcast is like you're speaking foreign shit. I don't know what the hell that means. Podcast. So that was, was the, so we're we're not on the radio, we're just on the computer, right? On computer, yeah. And then later, but we'll but take, we can, but we somebody else can hear this. Besides, eventually uh, we'll give them the copy and they'll listen to it. Oh, like a tape uh, recorder. Okay, so just like an old radio show. See, because oh, okay, I got you there. They can because play that's it what they had back time, in later. Time, they had Ike and Mike, Uncle Bill would tell me all yeah. these stories of, of on the radio them. People that they would uh, they would listen on the radio. That's what they had. Right, you know? you'd kind of have to imagine. Uh, boy, it in your they head. they would be serious on that uh, shit. Long yeah. Ranger, all that shit. Yeah, yeah. I told you about the sci-fi one. That's what they had before Twilight Zone. It was called X Minus One, and it was just a radio show. Uh, it was like Twilight Zone, and a lot of like creepy and you know uh, twists at the end and things like that. But it was just a radio show. There was no visual part of the show. That was another part of the podcast that I was thinking about going into it. Is the reason I would pick you for a co-host as well is because it's like throughout our experiences. Well, I'm telling you, it's all it's very foreign to me at this point in the game. But but it ain't like I'm stupid, right? You know, all we're gonna do is we sit around and bullshit about you know, and a lot about our past. Yeah, because. Man, that's very important uh, shit that, that if we don't tell it, 
They ain't going to nobody going to know the signified monkey. <laughs> you know? They don't know that. I mean, that's one Uncle Bill's man, boy. He could tell it. He could tell them with jokes. Is that, and uh, never. Dolomite, right? Oh, Dolomite. That's yeah. the first nasty tape I ever heard in my life. <laughs> uh, it was on the, like a joke tape. Uh, my Uncle my uncle David had it, boy, and it was Dolomite for president. And he was a nasty black man talking sucker boy. He could talk some shit. <laughs> Live. Crazy. Right. So it's kind of part of the podcast was just your experience with new ideas, technology. Th- oh, because I, I, well. I come out from hauling hay for three cents a bale up to, you know, uh, 70 still. Yeah, they paid me uh, $2.75. An hour when I got out of high school. Was that a, was that a good deal? Did you like no, that? No, I mean, it was well, fuck no. I went to, but I didn't have <laughs> no. I, hey, I had no idea what money. I'd make about one hundred forty dollars a week. One hundred forty dollars. I ain't never seen one hundred forty dollars. What are you talking about? What would you buy with one hundred forty dollars? How would you usually split that up? Oh, uh, oh man. I would. Uh, did you have bills? Was it like no, so it no, like no, no, no? I would so pay. I would pay to live at my uncle's house. Uh, he was cheap, you know. I don't know. I gave him thirty dollars a week or something like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, it was cool. It was cool. Beer, hey, my second job. I went from. Points. I went from two seventy five to five dollars an hour. Five dollars an hour. I, I mean, yeah. yeah I, I went. To, <laughs> I went and done me some carpenter work. That's where I learned me some carpenter work, and then. Can you remember how the five dollars an hour? Oh, it was, no! How then I went to. Split up? Then that's when I found out that you could buy a sack of weed. It only cost, or you could buy one. It cost ten dollars, or you, <laughs> or you could buy you some. It cost thirty dollars. But thirty dollars is way better. But than $10. but that thirty would send you to the moon, you know. <laughs> and not unlike that ten dollar. But there was plenty of that ten dollar, plenty. Did you I, I, did you buy a lot of beer or did you go? No, I bought. Be, I, I wasted more beer than I drank because <laughs> learning to drink. You know what I mean? Because right. when you when you learn, Getting you get off. You well, you get fucked up, and and then your head goes spinning a little bit. But you don't want to act like you ain't drinking no more and. And, yeah, keep a beer. yeah, I might tip it over a couple that's, that's, times and that's get, called peer pressure. Now. Give me another, yeah, <laughs> okay, whatever. You know, I'm it was in a learning, I was on a learning uh curve, yeah. <laughs> you know, I learned that listening to other people went to college, of course. Uh, me and Uncle Bill, we neither one of us uh, went to no college, but we could write like a college child. That's what he said. He said, you write like a college child, boy. <laughs> oh, he's so, he is so sweet, man. Did you? He, he, he never met a stranger, and there wasn't nobody that he could not sit down and conversate with. I don't give a fuck if you was from Harvard. I don't give a fuck. Was, that's right, motherfucker. You he get right in your lap, down. right yeah. there. Let's have it. Let's have it. He could. Hey, my daddy's preacher. He loved Uncle Bill. McCorder, Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. They was tight. Uncle Bill and he just didn't. He just. He called a spade a spade. Right. You know what I mean. He but 
He'd get on your ass if you didn't. <laughs> hey, if you, you you know you picked on somebody or done something, hey, he he'd call your hand. Yeah. Hey, 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 is it he? But it wouldn't be to the point of like being mean to you. Yeah. But he he damn sure gonna bring it up. Yeah. You know, look so, here. This way you gonna live. What that old Joe Dirt said. He says, "Is where you gonna be when Jesus come back?" <laughs> <laughs> so, how do you think Uncle Bill collected all of these like stories? He and jokes? Like, a lot of that come from the service when he went to military. Yeah, yeah over there in two years in Korea. Uh, do you think, like in his in his platoon, he was like the funny guy? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Like he that, he, you know? he done. Him and my dad done the same shit. They drove a big two-ton truck and and went and pulled shit out of the mud and and done. Well, they just drunk that. um, Bill said, drunk that Nippon beer and get that sideways pussy. (laughs) (laughs) That's about all it was over there. He said, you couldn't straight do them. You couldn't do them straight on because they's eating that rotten fish and you couldn't handle that come out of their mouth. So you had to do that doggy way, you know. Doggy way. <laughs> that doggy way. <laughs> yeah. Because you couldn't face them face on. The breath would take you out. That, <laughs> Eating that kimchi story. and them rotten duck eggs that they had rotten for five years. So this is actually pretty funny because I've always thought that I was like showing you new types of food, but it's funny like how specific you know a lot of some of this Asian cuisine. Oh yeah. Oh well, fuck. I'm telling you what, some of the fish, some of the best food I got is south of the border. Maybe I was just drunk, or yeah, maybe I was. No, there ain't no maybe involved in that, but. Anyway, that was some, I, I, that stands out. Some of that south of the border, Mexican eating, yeah, oh yeah. And you're just like more like authentic Mexican. So oh yeah, uh, they they cooked on that old coal. It's on, like on on, on that, the difference on that old, between like Tex-Mex and authentic uh, Mexican food. There's a way different. Tex-Mex is hey, like chili. Mexican food now has been made by cheese, Americans. Tons but, of cheese, but they ain't really got. Like, so tell, like you can tell Mexican when a Mex- you can tell if a Mexican cooks it. Authentic Mexican food typically was more rich with like food that you would see on a farm, something that you can produce. That amount of cheese would actually be pretty expensive and like cost like cost them too much in the long run. Yeah, they wasn't. Not, they didn't have cheese. So it's much they, more vegetables. They had no cheese food, put on no taco. A lot more flavors and things like that. So like authentic is completely different. Tex-Mex is kind of like, how can we like wipe khakis over the top of authentic Mexican food so so Americans will love it? I'm going to tell you a joke you ain't never heard. I'm going to tell you this joke. It, it, it ain't that corny, but it, maybe it is. Uh, this old boy, he rolled into town. This is back in the old days. And uh, he'd been there about a week. He's looking around, and there ain't no women in this town. He's at the beer joint. And he's finally, he's, hey, bartender, what's, what's the deal? What's the what's the deal? He's you ain't got no pussy around here or what? He said, No, we ain't. He said, What what do y'all do? He said, Well, we got us a a pen of hogs in the back back there. Said, really? And uh, he said, Yeah, for real. That's what we fucked. Nah, bullshit. He put him off. He said, You're lying. He said, No, I'm not lying. He said, Dude, this is all we got. 
and that motherfucker hung out another three days because he, he's about to bust and he's you should no shit really he said you go back there go back there and get your money yeah here he come he went back there and he's gone about 30 minutes he come back in and he had him one up under his arm he ran he walked back in the beer joint when he did everybody seen what he'd done they all started running and hiding under tables and shit. And he ran over to that bartender and he said, Hey, you motherfucker. You told me this was cool. He said, It is. He said, Why are these motherfuckers all running? He said, Because you got Johnny Ringo's girl. Huh? <laughs> 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 See, that, I, no, I've never heard that one. That's I know. Cool one out of all the times we've done uh, this. I ain't, ever, I ain't I, You got Johnny Ringo's girl. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody cleared out. Had to go. Uh, so, uh, back to Uncle Bill. Uh, so, you think he, he My grandma said when he left Sunnyvale, he was Sweet William. When he come back, when he come out of Korea, he was Wild Bill. Wild Bill. Yeah, Sweet William to Wild Bill. <laughs> there wasn't no shit. There wasn't a car he could keep on the ground. Yeah. Uh-uh. So uh, with uh-huh. with a lot of these jokes that he tells, like, would it be at awkward times that he? Would oh, he'd just be. We just be, be sitting around drinking. Yeah, good timing. And, like, and and plus, he I always like tell somebody new when he'd meet somebody new he. Pulled a line of shit on him, you know. Because they hadn't heard it yet. I, oh, I yeah. Oh, yeah. He said, uh, the, he said, like boy, new, you, you know when room. you want your second piece of pussy the most? What's that? Oh, he's right before you get your first. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He had a couple of them old pig jokes. He had a one. Uh, oh, I like this. I told you that. About the country boy, he went to see his city cousin in town and he didn't know shit. And old cuz was cutting that meat already, you know, and and he didn't know. And uh, he he set him up with a blind date with this girl. He said, I don't know what to say. He said, You just sit up there and you listen to what I tell that gal. And then you just wait a little bit and you tell that gal in the back what I said. And we'll get and we'll we'll it'll work. And it'll work. They <laughs> got back there and they started making out. He started at that gal. He said, Baby. Between your eyes, your beauty lies and makes my heart rise. Shakespeare. Shakespeare. And that and that dude in the back, he's trying to remember all this shit. And he's he's panicking and he finally he looks over there again. He says, Baby, between your thighs, your pussy lies and makes my dick rise. Snake shit. <laughs> Snake shit. Snake shit. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Zach Galifianakis had an old bit where he would correct somebody, and he was like, "And, it, and it's Shake's beard." Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Hey, uh, I liked that the blonde-headed one. What's his name? Will Ferrell? Ga- no, Will no, Tom? dude. His name not Galifianakis. The blonde-headed gal. He's got a GAL name too. The blonde-headed dude. He's always uh. What he play in? What's the movie he's been oh, in? Oh fuck! Hell, he played in uh The blonde dude. He's blonde headed. This motherfucker is big. Gallop, Gallopano? No, not 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 the dude that What's plays on The Hangover. He's he's on uh I seen him last place. I seen him was on uh 
on uh, the fucking 70 show. He was the, the dude that when they was trying to get a job and they was waiters and he was the blonde-headed motherfucker that was hiring them. He was stupider than fuck. What's his name? Fuck. Wow. He's dumb as fuck. He's yeah, he, he wasn't that. Yeah, he's, uh-huh. uh, he's a comedian. He's a comedian. Yeah, he's blonde. He's blonde-headed, and he's... Uh, he did that 70s show? Yeah. Well, no, he just done very little, but he was on there. Well, has he been in a movie? Does he do a TV show? Uh, uh, no, this motherfucker does his own stage. God, fuck. Hell, I even got his shit out there in the... I got a bunch of bullshit on uh, <coughs> CDs. I got Johnny. Um, hey, I got Johnny Cash uh, uh, CD set. Oh, uh, like the book set. Fuck yeah, yeah I got it. Yeah. yeah, Johnny Cash. He died. I shed a tear. I did, because <laughs> he he was he was as long as I, I, I. Man, I remember riding around in this old car Mama had, and go to Grandma's. So we we just. It was like going out. We just lived more in town than you'd just go. You'd have to go three miles. You was right. back in the country. Yeah. They lived. Sunnyvale was country then. You know, granddad. Granddad's granddad owned nine hundred acres. They farmed that so much. Okay. They farmed that so much, and then they lost it right. to I, to could pay. Tax, couldn't pay tax, yeah. and that's where that's where Smith came in. He bought it. He bought all that shit. My granddad, granddad ended up with thirteen acres down on Duck Creek. Yeah. yeah, and that's where we all. Granddad was a strickler. He's not Vicky Lee. Granddad same way. He call. They say he called you on the phone. Where you at? What are you doing? Why ain't you fucking out here? <laughs> yeah. Hey, it'd be yard fools. Y'all, yeah, I mean, right. hard to find a place to park at Grandma and Granddad's house, Jack. It's still that way. It was hard. I had to park it's, in the back. It was awesome. <laughs> Today. It was awesome. So many so many of us, because everybody had at least four. Yeah. And then to, up to six, know, seven kids apiece. Yeah. Fuck. I definitely know a lot of families that like don't have that kind of thing. And, yeah, I know. Um, I know. I think they just I, have like larger social circles and like friendships and things like that. But um, yeah, I think it's rare. I mean, a lot of, like uh, pretty lucky to have it. Just kind of oh, like yeah. a big social oh, yeah. pride, like a community. But, People see that. People see that uh, uh, when they come around us. They're going, "Wow, <laughs> yeah." Uh-huh. I think Uncle Bill definitely had that sense too. He liked a lot of people around. He liked meeting new people to, to, uh-huh. to bring him his uh-huh. new jokes. But I think he liked like the large group scene. Hey, but um, Uncle Bill, he liked to tell you a joke he just heard out of Reader's Digest. He'd read Reader's Digest and shit. And he he had a lot of he he's he done a lot. Give uh, me a beer. Sorry, we can put this on the podcast. Oh, uh, okay. hand me a beer. Thank you. I'm just nursing this one. It's a, might need to put a nipple on it. Yeah. So you it's, know, fuck. Explain, I'm a prostitute, but I'm trying to quit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, this was told true story. Uncle Bill sitting in a beer joint. He drank him cold one on the bar stove. 
he looks over there and there's a guy and a gal sitting over there about two stools over from him. And she's squalling and she's squalling. He she looks at she keeps looking at Uncle Bill and says, Uncle Bill says, You don't know. He ain't never laid eyes on her. She's, finally she's bust down crying real bad. She says, He knows I'm a prostitute, but I'm trying to quit. <laughs> Uncle Bill said, I never laid eyes on this motherfucker in my life. He said, I don't know who that motherfucker was. He said, But I drank my beer and got the fuck out of there. <laughs> Is that where the line came from? So that's the story behind I'm a prostitute, but I'm trying, trying to quit. quit. That's it. That's a, that's a classy line. You fucking hate. She said. She First was serious. Hey, she was confessing story. her sins. She was confessing her sins, that guy. But she knowed Uncle yeah. Bill knowed her. Yeah. She was. He said, Uncle Bill said, I ain't never laid eyes on that. Carried into her period. soul. He knows I'm a prostitute. <laughs> I'm trying to quit. <laughs> oh. Hey, I went to your beer joint one time. I sat down there. At Aunt Sally and Aunt Dorothy and all them, they'd go down this dive. It's called Libby's. Hey, hey. They had a little booth here and a little booth over there and a little pool table. Big bar. Uh sit down there <laughs> in Edens. That's where they congregate, Libby's. We'd go down there. We young. We'd go and go party with them. With our aunts and uncles and shit. Fuck, are you hanging down Libby's? We'd go down there and fuck around. Hey, I was sitting down there one night. I looked over there and there's, hey, this old man, he had to be close to 80. And there's a gal sitting there. She's about 60. And she, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what made me look. I looked over there and, and she had his goober out, and she was stroking on. Hey, hey, hey! But what got me was the look on this old man's face. Hey, and what he was doing when he was going. Oh, it uh, like he was like trying hyper, to catch his breath. He, yeah, he was trying to catch his breath, and she was working on that. And it wasn't. Uh. Yeah, it was a rope. You know what I'm saying? It's a rope. And then motherfucker. So much yeah. Hey. But so but I'm just telling you, hey, and we and we <laughs> finally I had to show somebody. You I had to show to, somebody. Get everyone in on this. I said, look, don't look now, don't look now, but, but. look at this. <laughs> hey, it can sling around like a lasso. <laughs> what? Oh man! Wow, <laughs> that's just another one of them old beer joint tales. <laughs> uh, oh, but it, hey, it's gospel truth. I've seen it. <laughs> we just had a small break. Uh, before we left, we were talking about Wild Bill. Huh, sweet and William. The, and, the, and the stories that our uncle used to tell that we like to hear today. Um, that we just don't want to see just slide by. You know, because ain't nobody going to tell it if they don't know it. That was that was a lot of the driving force behind us that we wanted to make sure some, some we could pass fashion some of, this would be recorded and we would just have it to hear it later. The idea that we may do this podcast enough to run out of stories is uh, really comforting to me. <laughs> that we just have all these stories down. And I guess we'll just... Fucking tell the weather. I don't know. Like it's cold it's outside. Cold. Colder than the prostitutes are. <laughs> yeah, it's cold. <laughs> so is this beer. <laughs>
Bloop, pop it up again. You know what? I used to sing, but I thought my voice calling hogs. <laughs> oh, shit. Hell. Boy, I'm telling you, uh, George Jones paid me $500 to stay out of Nashville. <laughs> we went to Nashville. Oh, uh, shit, yeah. Actually, we passed No, we there, went through we? Nashville. Didn't we? Where yeah. We, where were we going? To the old Bonnie Woo. <laughs> yeah. uh, it was pretty trippy for an old cat. Yeah, so uh, the uh, 2000, summer 2018, uh, we went to Bonnaroo, took Uncle Martin with me. Um, and he made it. I, hey, my shit blow down every night. I slept on the dirt and still had a ball. <laughs> had a ball. Your air mattress bet betrayed you. My, my mattress wasn't cooperating too much. Man, we tried. Mine was going down too. I just had it like... Time release. Yeah. So I can uh -huh. sleep. Because once it got daylight, you're not sleeping no more. Well, it was bright as day. Well, yeah. That's when I... Immediately. Uh, it was uh, like, it was I the middle had, of summer. It's in June. I had a, some dental implant work done. <laughs> I wasn't... But I done pretty good. I was... I remember, I was bent over. I had back problems. Yeah. And so I was kind of walking to the side. <laughs> like a boat with one fucking oar. Um... But I made it all right. We actually, we had planned to get there by a certain time so we could get a good camping spot. And we got uh, Hey, hey, up. we was a day late. Not, not <laughs> no goddamn three hours. We was 24 hours late. We didn't. They, I was thinking about this. So there We was, blew that aside. There was nothing to do but set up. For, for that first day. Yeah, but so, fuck, I, we, we set up in we 30 minutes. Out, yeah. We could have hung out for a whole day doing jack shit because there's nothing to see except for that long walk that we got from the stage area back to the campsite. Well, um, that was a march. You did really well with that. I, like, uh, it was I, quite I was, a march. I was concerned about it. Josh and Kobe, the two college kids we brought along with us, just... For good fun, they would cover our asses. And hey, man. Youthful good boys, good boys. I had no problem with them. They were fun. We yeah. Should, we I should have them on here. They would be yeah. fun to talk to. Uh, maybe they would take on Bob. Yeah, well, that maybe, you know. Uh, festival, so I was, you know, was really? kind of through their Hey, eyes. dude. I was, my, jealous. I my, was jealous. My first festival was Texas Jam. Yeah? Texas what year, Jam. What year was that? Seventy-something. Um, Seventy something late, late 70, yeah. 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 Hey, first day was rock and roll. Second day was country. I seen Wayne Willie, Tom Paul Glazier, Jesse Coulter. They all played on Sunday. But on Saturday, they played Hart, uh, Dave Mason. Uh, That's not see who all these concerts are so different than they used to be. Back in the day it was like getting your name out. Was playing. You go on tour. You play to different cities, and like nowadays, man, it's that's so all much it was. More expensive dude. to see one person, eighty dollar tickets to go see one person, and like the openers, some you know somebody you haven't really heard of. Um, but hey, but you know that internet has really changed all that ticket shit. You can get in there and get them. Yeah. Now versus back when, uh, I had a cousin. He scout tickets. Yeah. <laughs> He'd send somebody down there, and he'd go buy 50, 50 tickets at one lick. And, yeah. And then 
And then would go he, peel he them out. Would he make a lot of money, like usually cut them? So, so yeah, he he done it for a little while. He, I, I mean, mean, I don't know. I feel like standing he probably in the wasn't door, enough money to keep right, doing it, but but um, it, it was another gig. I feel done. like standing at the door at one of those concerts, you would see a lot of people that were hoping to buy tickets at the door and kind of. Get oh it. yeah, sure. But nowadays, most people are like checking in on yeah. their phones. You just yeah, yeah, it, it ain't. It, they ain't gonna be that hassle now, you know. As Make far sure as you sign in on. Your I Facebook. mean, you'd go down there and hope you could find somebody Mark that was tickets, tickets, tickets to get right. in. You know, it yeah, ain't. You know, like, there ain't none of that shit no more. But concerts seem to be just kind of more like pay your way through the fence, and we got things going on nowadays. It's like if you want to get near the stage at all, spend your money. And get there. Um, I mean, even how like Bonnaroo is, the fact that there's like a camping area and then you have to have the wristband to get into the stage area. My wristband didn't work this year. Do you remember? Yeah. Every fucking Every morning. Every fucking time. They cut it off me with a pair of scissors and then they would they would put yeah. a new one on. But they cut that so much off too. They, they'd tell me, yeah, give me all the promises that that one's going to work and work well. And then it wouldn't. And the next day, like, I, like it would go red when I was signing out. Like, remember when you have to clock out on your way when you're leaving? Remember they had, like, the booths? You had to, like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mine would turn red, not green. And so, mm. like, that day, within being in that area, it would go fucking wonky. That and was a good trip. If you're leaving, they just don't care. Like, ah, whatever, get out of here. Um but yeah, it was really fun. We got there. It rained one day, but we didn't really get rained on too bad. Um, I saw other people like hey, flipping the water I out was, of their chairs. I was glad of the weather at night where it wouldn't burn me up. Yeah. So uh, we, cool. we followed the rules. We, no one really got burned out. We didn't really leave the campsite until like after three when it did start cooling off. We didn't get to see Tyler Childers right. because of that reason. And that's a goddamn shame they put that poor ginger out in the heat. At 3.30 in the <laughs> afternoon. 3.30 in the afternoon, you know. Right. Come on, dude. <laughs> that's not fair. <laughs> Strawberry Roan. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I don't know what his set was like. They said there was a lot of acoustic work. I don't know if I missed a lot. He's been doing a lot of the his like vinyl sessions and things like that that I was looking at. Those black and white videos that me and Bobby listened to. But we got to see Sturgill. Sturgill Simpson. Uh, first time I saw him, he was in the Little Bitty stage in 2014. This time, 2018, we saw him. He was on the main stage, the what stage. Do you remember the names of the stages? Which stage, what stage, this, that, and the other? <laughs> I remember some of them. Up. I remember they was far apart. <laughs> You snuck a chair in. So, Uh, yeah, hey, hey, I told that dude, I said, look here, man, I'm old. (laughs) (laughs) I I need this chair. Hey, that chick chick kicked me out. No, you can't bring that. I I just wheeled out for her shit and went over a couple more rows. (laughs) (laughs) So, the new rule is that they. Um, the typical camping chair sits a few feet up off the ground. Yeah, yeah. And they're worried that there'll be people sitting on their ass. Bullshit. In the dirt. And if you're sitting in one of these well, chairs, fuck, that's blocking, what we done. blocking the view. So they put like a limitation. We There's actually we didn't concert chairs that sit real low to the ground for that reason. And there was a lot of people that had them. Um, but 
Uh, you had a typical gaming <laughs> chair, and you just had to sneak it in. I'm old. <laughs> That's the look, dude. Do you remember the other chairs they had? Those uh, big balloons that people would yeah. run around and fill up Yeah, and trying to catch air in it. So it looks like a big noodle, and you have to, you have to run I don't like know. a sock and catch air. And then when you do, you bundle it up. And once you bundle it up, it traps that air, and you make like a... a, a it's pretty much like a... Uh, shitty little beatback chair, but you right. know, I've seen a lot of people pass out in them. That was a big deal, <laughs> that was a big deal because you could dump them out. Like you, you just let all the air out and roll them back up, and they're like an umbrella. They're little bitty. Uh, those were all over the place. There's even a place selling them. Yeah, I've been in shittier places. Yeah. I tell you what, I went to a friend of mine's house the other day. <laughs> I sat on the couch. I looked over there. I seen a cockroach pull a switchblade on a rat and take his cheese. <laughs> <laughs> so I left her. I never can tell if you're setting something up. And I'm just like, oh, okay, what's happening? Oh, I had to jump. Get the fuck out of here. No. <laughs> Red Fox. Red Fox said, show me a man that won't eat pussy, and I'll show you a neighbor that will. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit to bed. Well, so Bonnaroo is pretty fun. Uh, Galveston is a lot of fun. Good eating. Yeah. I was going to ask good you what eating, you thought of good the food. Good drinking. The food at Bonnaroo. I didn't do the food. We we well. I mean, we no, kind of we done we, we, we done our food. Stuff. Our food saved my life. What are you talking about? Yeah, we we, we ate good at the campsite. Yeah, good yeah, that was that was lit. Yeah, even on the day it rained, we ate pretty. good. I don't give a fuck. It was still but, good. Uh, there was you know maybe. Hey, the day it rained, man, that wasn't shit. It didn't uh, rain four hours. What? That was keep everybody cooled down a little yeah, bit. I, I I've been to. Uh, um, uh, Voodoo Fest in New Orleans, and it was so, so. It, I mean, it pissed rain all day Saturday. They canceled Sunday because it was so muddy. Because I mean, you know how many thousands of feet trekked huh. through there, huh. just making it worse. I mean, it was. I had mud caked up to my knees. I didn't give a shit. I was dressed like a gypsy. I was. I was in character. He was in the mode, covered in shit. Yep. But they canceled on a, on a Sunday. I let me tell you what we done one time. We uh. We busted in the cotton bowl. We didn't have no ticket. The game? Yeah. No. Fuck no game. Uh, what was it, the cotton bowl? It wasn't a football game? Fuck no, it was a concert. Well, who was playing? Who was with you? Oh, everybody, all my buddies from Sunnyvale. Hey, and we made it. Yeah. We, but them people, How'd you do it? But the people below us, they got their ass whooped like a stepchild. We One below you. Because how'd you, how'd we you we made a rush for the gate, we we climbed up this up the wall, which oh, was a wall. what? No, it was a it was chain a chain link. link chain link fence. But we had to come up to the second floor. <clears throat> and once you get up there, you could see some piers, some beams, concrete. And you had to climb over. The and, beams and you and you got over there and, and jumped on them beams. And once you did that, you run over there and you could get in a cotton boat that way. And you could get to some seats. You could get. Did y'all get? Where did y'all go? We watch? ran. We just ran and got in the middle of everybody. <laughs> we just, um, we just fucking. Hey, we look like Batman. We jump off that motherfucker. 
catch ourselves. Uh, hey, yeah, no shit. Okay, so it was a concert, so there was yeah. like an open floor wherever it was. It was one of those, it was a fucking Texas jam. You just got in the crowd. We just, once we nice. got in there, we were in. We're right. in. We ain't got no tag on us. So there was people climbing the hey, fence once, after you Once they seen us do that, they was going to try it. People started trying that, and the security showed up and was whooping their <laughs> I ain't lying, boy. I mean, they was whooping their ass. Did oh, no. Bad? I felt like Superman. We was uh, the bad motherfuckers. Uh, I gotta tell you, we the first motherfuckers ever fucking climbed Super Bowl, I mean, uh, Cotton Bowl, and, and, and got in that some bitch. Without getting your ass whooped. That's right. Yeah. That's right. They shut that down, but not before we made a mad dash. <laughs> well, we pumped up on that whiskey and shit. The whiz. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what we call it, don't because, we? Because, like I said, beer was appetizing. We just, we just started drinking whiskey again, right? Because you were off of it before recently. Right. But I still, like, I still like whiskey, if you can't tell. <laughs> what do you... What, what do you but before that, we I'm always a, drink tequila, don't we? Or vodka. We yeah, got your vodka. But damn, we go through that shit hard. Tequila was your main... That was your main dig. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. I hey, when I go to beer joints, I drink margaritas on the rock. Margaritas? Margarita on the rock. I just which was I'm trying to get drunk. Let's just shoot it shoot it down into my belly. No, but, but that was my drink. But I go... Margarita, really? Yeah, so but you, on the rocks, your, margarita. Your it ain't nothing like one of them slushies. Your sisters drink the slushies like it's I can't. Style. I can't fuck with them. Right. You just get your okay. ice. Over ice. Over ice. Tequila... Mm. Put me some of that lime juice, whatever the fuck they put on there. And well, you don't like lime with your shot of tequila. What do you no, think no, get? No, 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 no. Why would I want that? That lemon is uh, lemon, really yeah, lemon. I like it too. I it's not it's, lime's, it's a, lime's a little full of itself. It uh, it's got too much credit for what it does with them. It well, it don't intermix with my drink. Well, I mean, Probably I just, or I mean, some it's shit. A shot, I don't know. Really, you're just trying to wash your mouth out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is that bad? Well, Uncle Bill, so we I, me and Uncle Bill shared a room down there at Cecil's, and sometimes at night, I'd wake up, and Uncle Bill, he'd wake up. I'd hear him over there. He'd reach down there and get that bottle. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> sit, sit he liked out. whiskey, too. Oh, my God. That was his favorite. Yeah. That was his favorite. He loved liquor. My, my favorite but story he, he, he was is so, the dude story. He was uh, about his daddy. Has his daddy done that to him? <laughs> oh, you Hey, Gus Lewis was uh, something else. He's a smart man, too. Yeah. He's a smart man, too. He read. He read. Uh, his sister would come over and say, well, you're always reading and shit. Said, you might want to read. You might learn something. That's what he told her. Granddad, was he's sharp. He's sharp. He read. He read. He he could grow shit. He he. So the story uh, was. Uh, uh, but he Bill loved was, that whiskey too. He was hiding his bottle from his dad Gus, and he went out into the woods and put it in a tree hollow, like a, a tree, like a, a rotten hole. Hid it like just hid it out in the woods. He come in, in for woods. daylight for it do hit. And, and uh, he come when he came up, woke up the next morning. His dad had gotten. He knows his dad was drunk. His he dad knows was dad. Drunk, got he said, it. "Where'd you get that bottle, Dad? Where'd you get that bottle?" 
Son, I tracked you in the dude. <laughs> I tracked you in the dude. He like knows Uncle Bill when he got up. Like he said, hunter. I seen that look on Grand, on Dad's face. He said, I know he'd be in that bottle. That was probably pride that he had, he had done yeah. that to his son. Yeah. I like that idea that he's just tracking down alcohol. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ghost Lewis, you're going to ruin them kids giving them that ice water. <laughs> That's what his granddad, his granddad told him. <laughs> yes, you're going to ruin them kids give them that ice water. <laughs> Uncle Bowles, he wouldn't fucking do it. He said, fuck it, I'm going to creep. He'd take his ass whooping and go on down creek. <laughs> <laughs> he gets his ass whooped, but he'd go on down creek. He, he wasn't into that G-Hall shit. Yeah. Hell no. So I, most of our family are pretty open to a scrap. Um, oh my gosh! What are you talking about? Hey, I seen uh, huh, I seen some wild west shit go down before in my <laughs> life. I ain't shitting you. I ain't shitting you. Give me a beer. I tell you what. I'm telling you, we're gonna I play. Mean, we're gonna play us some. Uh, the kids of my generation. We're gonna shoot some craps. I can't wait to get. We're gonna shoot craps. Yeah, I can't wait to get y'all shooting some craps down there on the floor. So how do you play? It ain't shit, man. It, How craps do you is traps? craps is Seven Eleven. You don't wanna, you don't wanna snake eyes. You don't want three, uh, and you don't want six. And so anything else is a win. Uh, nope, that's just a point. If you don't get a Seven Eleven, if you how many points if you, you get? No, if you throw eight, you gotta roll it till you get eight. And, but if you roll a seven before you get an eight or an yeah. eleven, you lost. So you got to beat your dice roll. You just got to shoot for so you, you got to shoot your point. The, throw, the first if you don't, if your first one, you, you want to come out lucky. Seven come eleven. Seven come eleven. Your first roll. And if seven, it ain't, and then what? It, if it rolls into a nine or a six, then your second roll's got to be so for that want, six. So you want a low number on your first? No, roll no. Your first. Bro, you want 7-Eleven, baby, to win a motherfucking money. 7-Eleven, come and pay Papa. 7-Eleven. 7-Eleven is payout. Man, it, yeah. Not Hell yeah. But if you roll There's it, at, but if you roll that motherfucker after you got a point, you lose. This, this is insanity. This hey, is no, this is a, this. it's a great, um, it's great. You'll love it. You'll right. love it. I'll have you some bitches tore up. Guys. I know how, so I, don't, I, I play craps at a casino. Yeah, and I if know you come how out, to bet the table. When you, when you come I out, I work the table, but I, I never. I don't know how to do it. I don't, I don't like. Oh, I don't know how to play as a. Uh, I don't like drawing that much attention to me to be the guy yeah. up there, like. No, hey, you got the dice. You got the dice, and the roll. dude, the dude behind you, can fade you. He he either he'll take your bet if you throw down two dollars. I bet two dollars. I'm good. So if you don't, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, you're, yeah, there might be, you can take all the bets you want, bet $2, $2 says you suck, boom, 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 so I took doing, his money, I took his money, I got everybody's, so I got, three, I got $6 out on that motherfucker, the, the inner road and, and, I, the outer and, road. and, like and I'm shooting at eight, I'm shooting at eight, bet against him or bet for him. that's that? right, okay. that is correct, so that, the guy behind you, right. he's hey, running, he's a fader, Gotcha. He's a fade. Gotcha. Hey, and, and Bobby Joe, I always bet on Bobby Joe. He's a good motherfucker. You bet. I ain't betting against so him. Bro, a 7-11 hey, is he a can, and, w, and WJ, too. 
WJ, he's out. Well, if you roll a five, five and five, that's a point. That's ten. You got to shoot another ten. You got to hit a six four no, no, double no, no, five. No, no, no. You roll five the first time, and then you roll five the second time. You won. If you've got a three two Did four you ace, a point or is that a payout? No, the first roll is tells you whether you got a point or you won. What is the difference between getting a point and getting a win? Seven eleven. Seven eleven. When you come out, when you come out, you want to win. How many points do you get? As many as motherfucking you win. If you hit that eight, you're still good, motherfucker. Then you want to come out seven eleven again. No, when you get get that motherfucker, you won. You get the drag, lucky. You hit an eight. So you pick up money on a point. Everybody's, and then you and then you bet them again, and then you get the dice again. But but you get to after you made that point. Then you go back to 7-Eleven. First roll out, 7-Eleven. Hit them. And you don't hit it, you get a point. Then you fucking got to make that point. And you, I don't give a fuck if you roll 15 times. Okay. If you ain't made a 7, if you don't crap out. Right. Right. If you don't hit the bad ones or hit the That's bad it. ones. That's it. Okay. That's it. That's all it is to it. The only rule. Hey, man, we start out, we'd be betting dollars, $2, and then we'd drink booze, and then be five, shoot five, and then shoot 10. We shoot twenty. We shoot twenty a lick. Fucking only- have money, wads of money in your hand, and you're just fading and you cover them. Hey, motherfucker, you don't like that, motherfucker? Come on, bitch. Man, I got I got ten dollars. So says you suck. I got ten. Um, says you suck. And if that motherfucker craps out, you just jerk that ten out of that motherfucker, and, 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 and it just goes all around. That's all it does. Um, you, if you crap out, you fucking the dice move to the next guy. And then you fade him. He, whatever he wants to bet, shoot five. Well, you got it. I said, I got you. I got you. You okay. put your five down on, ta- on the floor, and then the he only, shoots. Uh, the um, when he craps out, if he craps out, if he makes a three, a snake eyes, or a box car, which is double six, yeah. that's craps. craps. You, you lost. Three. I don't give a fuck. Snake eyes, a three, or a six. That's right. Craps. That's right. Okay. A deuce ace. Double ace and a boxcar is a crap out. And so is so is seven and eleven if you got a point. Yeah. But if you ain't got a point, then and uh, the only rule I know about street craps is at some point during the game, if someone has a good roll, you can slap it out the table. Yeah, you can and tell them you to can. start all over. No roll. Wait, yeah, wait. yeah, no dice. You say no dice. You, can you snatch that. it up before it quits. Before it lands. Before it quits. You okay. just snatch it over and now, say no I dice. Heard, you, heard, yeah, you, after they roll You it, can do that. You can slap it up. You can do that you can two do that. times. You, you, you can do, do that. Third time, if you do it a third time, you will get your ass whooped. I don't know about no third time. <laughs> I don't, but I know we've do done it. Chuck, yeah, no dice. We'd say no dice. Trying to knock them off a heater, you know? Those motherfuckers. Hey, man, I've been on. That sounds crazy. That's like no forced mulligan, like forced restart. No, all you do is bet on what you're going to do now, when you money, come out. Does the money change when you do that re-roll? When you're like, no, give me those dice. You start all over. No. Like, I, does the you, money stay on the You table? lose the dice if you crap out. Right. But not on a not on those three okay, I told so you about. I'm saying, I'm saying you roll the dice. I snatch you, them up and say no dice. You can do it twice. Yeah, but does the money stay on the table? Yes. Yeah, because you ain't through. Because you ain't, because it didn't he count. Ain't, he ain't gonna, okay. he's got to crap out or get okay. his point. 
Mom had to go use the bathroom real quick, so I kind of feel the dead air. Uh, that was craps with Marvin. Marvin, I've never, I've never played just we like street rolls. So I had some buddies that I'd always like catch in a corner of my house. I think it was more of a status thing that they were just like, "Hey, look, this is what you're supposed to do as a gangster." This is a gangster thing. Check out my gangster dice roll. I'm going to slap the dice, and maybe it will inevitably cause us to fight about it. Um, but uh, I never really got into the game. It seemed like they were just throwing dollar bills down, and whoever was loudest and snatched the money up won it. But uh, the dice moved way too fast to really keep up with it. I'm not, I mean, it seemed like a dumb game. <laughs> I didn't really get it. I didn't know it was so well connected to real craps. Like, <laughs> like that, a game that I am familiar with that I'm having fun, like that I have fun playing. Hey, I've had a ball with playing craps, man. I'm telling it's you. It's a fun, because it's a group setting. That's what I like most about it, is that you we, got a lot of people around the table. That's some it. are cheering. Hey, some we're, are cheering. We're, 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 we're all having a blast. We might be in the kitchen. We might be in the kitchen rolling against the cabinets. Hey, Bob Joe, come in. That's what I'm talking hey, about. Hey, we was that in uh, we in Jersey. We was in Jersey you one time. Like... Me, Cecil, and Dennis, we had a crap game going in the kitchen. We was drunk. That was like... Hey, Bobby Joe, like come in. He said, hey, hey. You poor prisoners of war. Just he said, hey, you motherfuckers, I can hear y'all plumb over to the bar screaming. He said, that's against the fucking law. Mm -hmm. They'll fucking arrest you. Yep. I can imagine. And we, we never shut down, though. We just uh, kept playing. I mean, I don't know. We kept I, playing. I would assume that illegal gambling has to really draw in a lot of money. No, we didn't attention. fucking. It's not like a game. But, hey, uh, what's so funny about it is you start, you shoot a dollar. Shoot dollar. Shoot two. Did you see a lot shoot of two. fights? No. Fuck no. People did no, like, no, we was like all, the outcome. We was all just play. We just, it was just play. Have a time, have a time drinking. Back. Kicking Drinking and, and hollering at them dice. It's just as good as uh, going to a chicken fight. <laughs> That's was, another thing we've talked about. Yeah, uh, they don't do that. You can't go no. Which, hey, nowadays people don't like that. It's harmful to animals. That, that doesn't happen anymore. Um, no. I, I'm curious to see somebody complain about cockfighting, uh, how well they know. They shut cockfighting down. Right. I'm curious to how much they know about like Pilgrim's Pride uh, chicken farms. Uh, they wouldn't comes, want to go there. When it comes, they to feel good about, about a chicken fight then. Right. When it comes to complaining about a cockfight, I wonder how much they know about like big meat companies that that just like keep these chickens in cages. Um, uh, the reason why cockfighting exists is because roosters fucking fight. Naturally. Since the dawn of time. Naturally, friend, roosters fight. You each ain't other. gonna now I mean you're still exploiting that. That's what they don't like about it. You're gambling on it, you're people are cheering on one to kill the other you're one. Damn They're right. tying weapons to the chicken I'll have some blasts at some chicken fights. So exploiting it's a little different, but chickens naturally fight. Roosters want to have a uh, like uh, You ain't gotta teach that so much to hit He'll come. There's a pecking order. The the roosters will fight. I've seen that on uh, simple farms, uh, um, small farms. Still, you can find a couple of roosters will duke it out. But it's different when people are exploiting that. But I, I mean, at the most part, I would say 
your through your experience, one cockfight wouldn't do um, a percentage huh. of damage huh. that a month at one of these gargantuan meat farms would do. So um, I'm not gonna feel bad about it. It's hey man, back it's, when it's, I was a kid, a it, it went through it's a part of all them boys. They got chickens. They they Dennis. Duckworth, the all them boys tied. Was it, was it eggs or meat or a, shit, it a grocery no, thing? No, it was. It was, was it a grocery thing. It was. Uh, <clears throat> they'd get your chickens and they fight them on Sundays. So now they they were getting they were getting roosters. Yeah, they're already kind of testosterone. Yeah, specifically for fighting. Yeah. Which I mean, so essentially, hey. what they did was they went to a farm. Uh, but what they bought, they bought these. Root, they liable to give. Looking, 50, hey, I had a buddy. He he laughed at him. He said was he said if some bitches just give fifty dollars for that rooster, and fight him for ten dollars. I said that don't make no sense. You just gave fifty dollars for that rooster, and you're gonna fight him for ten dollars. They laughed. Should you fight it for fifty dollars? I guess they're trying to get know. like. Multiple returns. I guess. chicken on fire. But, I mean, so that, that was the idea, that they were going to a farm looking for a rooster that was already whooping the ass of the other roosters. Uh, yeah, no shit. What I mean... You're using it wrong. Which is a little joke. I, you ain't heard this one there. Hit me. <laughs> hey. These two boys, young boys, they's out there, and they had a... He had them a... They had them a mare out there, and they was... Taken after her, you know. At one, no, I don't hey, know. What hey, does that mean? One of them was taken after was, her. Yeah, they was going to screw this. They was going to. Yeah, stuff. yeah. Okay. There's two of them. Okay. There's young boys. That one was holding that mare's head while that other one was back there, you know. Two men. Hey, and, and, and that mare, she'd Take jerk care. away and look back at that son of a bitch. And that, that old boy, he'd grab her head and jerk her back around straight and she'd. Jerked away from him and looked back at that dude. And done that about three or four times. Finally, an old boy looked at her and said, Go ahead and let her kiss me if she wants to. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, uh, that, that's one of them funkies. He said, you get it? Like he, said, uh, he said, go ahead and let her. Go leave her alone and let her kiss me if she wants to. First, uh, the first, first <laughs> time I heard this joke, it was set up like you could place you and your friends oh. in the position of characters. and you could, It's like you're telling a story like, this really happened. Me, Marvin, oh. and Bobby were walking down the <laughs> fence line one time. Second time I heard it, they just said it was three dudes. I like the three dudes one better, but three dudes were walking down fence line no. and they see a calf with his head stuck in the fence and the first dude walks up and he just starts wearing it out on the back end and the cow can't do nothing because the cow's got his head stuck right, right. and so the first dude gets done and he tells the uh, tells the second dude it's your turn <laughs> and the second dude goes running up there and the second dude stops and says no I think I'm good and he looks over at the third guy and he says well you can have a chance Third guy runs up and sticks his head in the fence. Nah. Right? Yep. It's very Not creepy good. to try to incorporate literally like yeah. the people standing around you. I don't like the, the initial way of telling that story. They're just like, and then Bobby stuck his head in the fence. You know? <laughs> and yeah, so like the third uh, person's always going to be the, the butt of the joke. Right. Literally 
it figuratively and metaphorically. I don't know. Sort of like, sort of like is, uh, somebody said, would you suck my dick if I washed it a thousand times? He said, no. He said, well, you dirty dick sucker. We always used to do the joke, and I'm like, dude, uh, it was, you know, back when gay was an insult. And it was just like, dude, are you gay? And they say, no. Then you say, does your mom know you're gay? And they'd say, no. And you'd say, oh, so you just hadn't told her yet. Right. And it was like, wait. It, Set the, up. The first question still applies. Um, truthfully, no, he's right. not gay. Second, I didn't like the grammar on that one. Huh. As a child, I was like, "That's not, that's not quite there." They need, well, to, tighten, they need to tighten the screws on that joke. Well, it's, take it to the shop. it's too much of a setup. Take it to the shop and get it worked out. And then, you know, as I got older, it was just like, "Well, um, not that like gay shouldn't be an insult uh, because people relate to that. And you're not supposed to make fun of people." Blah blah blah. More like uh, gay is not an insult because people identify as that. So. It's like calling somebody tall. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? He's just tall. They're proud of that. Yeah. Well, you're too fucking tall. No, I don't care about that. That's something I like about me. Like, <laughs> so it wasn't, like I say, it's no longer an insult. It wasn't because you shouldn't insult somebody. It's because it's not a good insult. Some people, yeah. It's like, well, you're a boy. Yeah, good yeah. call. Glad yeah. you're here to point that out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you brought like a college child. <clears throat> I don't know. I, I I guess I'm with those types of people that think the world's too PC these days. Like, I, I think maybe not too PC. I think there's like it's it's there's an over offense. Kind of well, I'm I'm waiting on new wear off that, much, and they can get their head I'm out not of that fucking like Taking a side on on a lot of things, really. I mean, I want what's better. Like, what's going on right now? Oh, that sounds bad. Can we make it? Well, I mean, that, there ain't nothing wrong with that. Everybody likes better. Right. Right. Why not? Well, hell blue yeah. Blue states want better. Um, they just have different opinions of what better might be, but. Either way, I still feel like, and I'm not talking about like from a political stance, but I feel like from a comedic stance, because I always like listen to comedy and things like that. Um, like, I mean, I always like comedy that challenges me a little bit, makes me think something I hadn't thought before. Yeah, like, yeah. Challenges a thought yeah. that I already have. Sort of like Richard Pryor. Right. He busted that move, son. He busted some shit. Surprising enough to feel shocking when it's not necessarily shocking. They'd come in and uh, go look for him and hide in the back to see his shit. <laughs> but nowadays, I feel like they're I, not so much like, oh, comedians have, can't say anything anymore. But I feel like certain comedians are just easily bastardized. But... And I'm not talking about people that have like made personal decisions. There's so many comedians that have like some sexual assault scandal thing. It's amazing. There's plenty numbers, of that. The sheer numbers. Really? I mean, it ruins their career. <laughs> I'm not saying like anything about their personal choices. I don't think. Um, I, I don't think I know any better than anyone else. Um, 
on this situation. What do I, what the fuck do I know? I don't think I've been in that situation, but maybe I don't know. But the, the situation is a lot of these dudes, it's not like um, a male-female dynamic where it's like the male huh. being, you know, uh-huh. um, really forceful or really aggressive takes advantage of the female who's not forceful well, or aggressive. It's, it's one way it's one way or the other. It's more somebody's taking that chair. Well, no, no, no. It's it's more along the lines of these people are using their fame to take advantage of people. And so instead of it being like, you know, females the weaker sex and men are taking advantage of that, it's more like because they're a celebrity well, they're money whipping them in. Right. Yes, yes, see, you get it. In your own words, they're money-whipping them in, yes. <laughs> that's that's what I don't like about it. They're trying to, that, that's that's their power. And so they, well, right. they got and that, that power, Jack. Well, they're money-whipping them. I think that's the issue, too, with the situation is just that um, they're using their celebrity status. And people are more interested in, oh, this person's very popular and that you, um, you'd think they'd want to go hide somewhere like to act normal to be well some people do that but other people are like you know I worked hard for this fame so now, they want to go know, out and there so and they want and, to party and be a part of that scene but I, you know not to con- you know not say that that has to do with sexual harassment no it don't that ain't I'm saying a lot of people are looking for a very populated scene where they want a lot of people around them they're famous they want people you know, you know, surrounding them, successful yeah. people. But I think certain people have used that. I figure that shit get old pretty quick. I think, and like, like, uh, there's only a few people that really get it. Other ones are like, that's not what I wanted. The girl, you know, I was just trying to pick up a lady, and I was being, yeah, you know, I was being a little um, assertive and trying to, you know, talk better about it, but. I think a lot of times C.K. Lewis kind of figured it out. He was the one. C.K. Lewis, bald ginger guy. He's got his own TV show. Louie. You know what I'm talking about? Kind of a pale dude. He's got a bald head. Anyways, the way he put it was uh, was about his social stature. And his social stature was because he was famous, people would make poor decisions rather than upsetting him. And if that's... (laughs) That situation, he should be more respectful with how he, you know, how he approaches people about his own personal life. Because a lot of people are going to do things they don't want to do because they'd rather do that than upset him. Um, But, I mean, it's, now we're a political podcast and we're talking about that stuff. I I just think that's a big entertainment thing. Um, And I don't think necessarily a lot of people kind of understand that it is a celebrity thing. It wasn't like, you know, maybe well, this girl they, likes me. She just they got that kind of cash. They can go out and do what the fuck they want. Um, I don't think it's that type of situation. I think it's more of like, uh, don't you want to sleep with a famous person? No. Was on that '70s show, like <laughs> that was one of them. Danny Masterson. Um, he was on the ranch. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Uh, with that, that show that everyone was liking, it was a super like Republican show. People liked it. Uh, Eli, um, not Eli. What are we talking about? Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott. People loved him on that show. They got rid of Danny Masterson because he had some situation like that. There was women coming out of the woodwork saying that he was being inappropriate and you know, and like 
<laughs> Some sleazy <laughs> shit. Well, you're catting up. Yeah. But I mean, that kind of shit can kill a fucking career. Um, uh-huh. We took a small break during so we were talking kind of our expectations for the podcast. I had the idea about I have a pretty small podcast set up. It wouldn't take a lot to mobilize it. And during the summer, we like to take a lot of vacations to different places. <laughs> the beach is one of our favorite. Uh, but doing a podcast from the beach just to see, um, we might not even be interested in doing a podcast from the beach. We might be having such a good time. We're not going to stop for an hour and talk to whatever losers are listening to this. <laughs> they would actually but listen to our bullshit. We were kind of dicking around and we wanted, you know, we could set it up pretty easily. I'm just kind of clown around a little bit, see if yeah, we're in better mood. It depends on your temperature. Yeah. You know. But we're talking about kind of uh, our ideas for the podcast. Um, so one of the things I want to do was for us to kind of, you know, this podcast, we kind of got to know us, talked about different things, talked about kind of the idea about why we're even doing this and why you should listen at all. But in the future, we would want to bring up topics. Um Things that Marv's has questions about, which was kind of like where we wanted to get the name for this podcast, too, is the idea that Marv has different things. I got, that a, I got a big learning ex- curve here. <laughs> he's got different things that he's exposed to that he just doesn't, doesn't necessarily know anything about them and usually kind of slumps it off. But... Through our experiences, I've kind of noticed he's... Uh, well, he wasn't, you know... He's a lot of fun to talk to about these things. He tends to care about them. I, I remember our our conversation about 3D printers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Yeah, that was... I, I believe as the exchange went, Marv asked, but, what's a 3D printer? We're like, it's, it's a, a printer that can print three-dimensionally. Instead of printing on paper, it prints a whole thing. And he's like, okay... What can you print with it? And my brother, without thinking, says, anything. You can print anything with it. And Mark's first response was, do you remember? People? <laughs> People? No, no. That's the one of the one things it can't print. There you go. People. I went straight to the gut. <laughs> I really enjoyed that experience. That was, that was a fun conversation. But we kind of showed him examples of 3D printers and things like that. And it was cool to kind of... Kind of still don't... I thought 3D 3D was when you need glasses. You know what I'm saying? So Like the 3D movies? Yeah. You need the glasses. Yeah. So it pops out at you. That was that 3D I know about. Right. That's the way it comes I out. I ever heard of 3D. A 3D printer and a lot of... I mean, there's a lot of... There was controversy with it. And it was like this new invention... It's sort of so like many, cloning. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, well, not the same issues, but pretty similar because... Um, because it, you could do shit that they frowned upon. Well, yeah, so there was one guy that had made a, a 3D printed gun. And it wasn't... It didn't look cool. It didn't look like any gun you'd ever seen. It was these big hunks of plastic, but they were bored out to have a barrel and a trigger. And so, like, you could put a, a regular size ammunition because you could put in the specifications. Sure, and sure. And the specs 
and it would, you know, it would make you a little, a little three fifty seven that you could fire a bullet out of, like squid bellies. Pretty much, <laughs> yeah, some crazy shit. But that, like, the idea was anybody could download that software because you have a three D printer, but you still got. So what happened it. with that? That pissed them off. They shut him down. I, so originally the guy said it was free source to send the gun. Sure. It was, it was That's like free. He could do whatever Fucking. he wanted. It was up to people whether or not want to do it. They didn't like the idea of people having unregistered guns. So I believe it was taken off the, the software because you, you have a 3d printer that's like a regular printer you still have to send things i from thought a printer worked on paper right oh, you, you, that's you a, 2D, a 2d printer printing it's printing you print something on a fucking piece of paper right piece of paper is only length by width yes yeah, yeah. nine and a half eleven yeah 3d is length times width times depth or height yeah so that's yeah that so that's what makes it 3D, and right? so if you wanted to make... It ain't just, just width and, and... If I wanted to make it... It ain't width can, and, and length. Right. It's depth, too. Or it's depth, too. So if I wanted to make a beer can, it would just... It would go length times width. It still looked like a piece of paper until you... No, no, no. The 3D printer would print it from the bottom. It would start with the ring. Uh, and it would just build on top of itself. That's how it makes the height. It, it extrudes on top of itself. And it slowly goes higher and higher and higher until you reach the top, and then it starts doing all the detail. But and it's still going to be like a solid beer can. It's not, you know what I mean? It's not going to be, you can't just print anything off of it. It's just like a big crane game that uh, spits out plastic that hardens. And so it's like building super glue on top of super glue on gotcha. top of super glue. And gotcha. you make all kinds of shit. There's one really cool one, though. It uses a very thin cement. And it can build houses. And it's just like a little, it's it's like, it makes round houses, so it goes in a circle. Wow. And it's just like a little crane, and it spits out cement. And the cement dries and packs on top of itself, and they build houses out of them. And it's like the cheapest house you can make in like a third world country instant. Well, instant sure. Well, uh, a hurricane proof. Probably, yeah. It's like yeah. concrete. Yeah. Because um, I got it in some of that action when I was in uh, Virgin Islands. Spitting concrete on walls, making yeah, yeah, like how they spray that yeah. plaster and it's, it's doing it ain't the same gun thing. At, it ain't really gun at, but it's it's just controlling it better so it'll slowly yeah, make. You, they it's like a, you're you're making a lot a of mesh when you put that mesh in there, and then it, you yeah. blow into that and it holds it. Yeah, it just up. makes yeah. a solid like concrete. You know, blow that down, bitch. So I think that that's what three D printer is. It can also do it on a small scale. You've also seen the commercial with like it's the horse missing a leg, and they make it like a rubber shoe gotcha. instead of a metal shoe. It has a rubber shoe, and it keeps it's a soft surface. So when he's walking, it's not a pain for him to walk on that that missing leg. Because remember they have like the the the, the metal prosthetic leg on the horse. <laughs> but that was three D printing. That's kind of the, like the idea I wanted to have behind the podcast is that we would every each episode would be a different theme or topic and we would just discuss different small little different ideas like that about you know just technology well, ideas yeah that I um, I've just let slide by cuz I just listen to radio and then watch no TV I don't know you, you've, had, you've entertained yourself 
you never missing in that that area. Although uh, I think you're much happier now that I taught you Spotify. But, but I never. Uh, How do you feel? Not not played the games and the, yeah. That I I don't know. You never I'm, get into the games. I, I missed all that. I was. Yeah. I got you. I got you on Pandora first. Mm, yeah. Like that one. Because um, it was like a radio station. Yeah. And then I got you on Spotify, and I think you got a lot more control from Spotify. Spotify is, uh, they only put so much on there, then you got to go through all that shit. And, and like, I picked up some songs. Yeah, they'll show you new music. I'm trying to, I'm trying so to get off that Spotify sad. I'm trying to get away from some of that sad shit. <laughs> yeah, I was giving them. I'm, hell. I'm deleting that. I was giving them hell today. I'm deleting. Uh, I'm deleting. A lot of heartbreak songs coming up. Yeah. I don't know if that was like a, uh, a trend that you've been going, maybe a phase you've been going through here lately. <sighs> but that, that's artificial intelligence. It only learns what you punch into it. Maybe it's just the artists you like. You listen. You listen to their happy songs, but most of them are going to have a couple of sad songs on the oh, album yeah. to get a good dynamic. Maybe they're just like trying to suggest the other songs from the album. But Spotify is pretty cool to be learning. This is pretty cool learning right here. What we're go. doing, you know? Oh, just look at that. They take a rocket science to plug all that shit in. Look at that. <laughs> what messing, the fuck? Messing with the recording equipment. Huh. Yeah, go in with this and come out with that one. Go back into that one. Circle the motherfucker. This is a pretty small setup, actually. I would take so. Most of these boards are usually like ten times that size and have multiple channels and all kinds of stuff. This is a small setup I've ever worked with. Usually I have like a PA system, but it's just a mixer. It blends it all together. And Mm -hmm. as I add more gear to it, we'll get better on this stuff. And better for the listener. Um, uh, if anybody's going to listen, it's bullshit. But at least we have it written down. Well, I think we're we're getting ready to land. We're getting ready to wrap this up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but maybe stay tuned uh, in the future. Some topics, some interesting conversations, new ideas on... And a lot of bullshit. On... Teaching Marv, which is teaching. Our, our working title for now. Yeah. Um, yeah, teaching Uncle Me, Uncle Big M. I ain't that big. <laughs> I'm just nationwide. <laughs> Climbing the walls of a hurricane 